Welcome to BCP Unfiltered. I am James, the Black Conservative Patriot, but you know that because you are subscribed to this show. Folks, I just want to share some stories with you to illustrate several things. Everything is freaking fake nowadays. Everything is fake. We have a fake president in the White House. We just had a fake election in many places because the outcome was already predetermined and we're going to have fake senators and fake representatives and fake governors. And because it's this is a result of there being no consequences, there's nothing being done for stealing the election in 2020 and for the continued downfall of the greatest republic or once greatest republic, probably still is greatest republic. Yeah, it still is the greatest republic. This earth has ever known. Let's start off with, with just some crazy news, folks. Minnesota elects first transgender state lawmaker. Now, it's not like this person was transgender and just had good policies. And people said, you know what? Let's just vote for this person. They have good policies. Let's look past their transgender. No, it's all about the transgender agenda, which is crazy because transgenders are such a minuscule part of our society. But you would think that every other person is a, is a LGBTQ queer, who knows what else, alphabet, X or Z, XYZ person. How, how and what's crazy to me is the wokeness is so stupid. How can women be behind men who pretend to be women having more rights than actual women? I mean, talk about a psychological operation that has been very successful. Get stupid-ass, blue, Democrat, Marxist women who call themselves feminists fight for men taking away rights of women by pretending to be one. I couldn't have made this up if I wrote science fiction for a thousand years. Minnesota voters have elected the state's first transgender state lawmaker into office. This was being reported yesterday by Fox News. Leigh Finke is the first transgender state lawmaker to be elected in Minnesota. Look at that person. Some would call her beautiful. Some would call him beautiful. Someone would call them beautiful. And many people would call this hideous. But hey, Beauty is in the eye of the beholder, and whatever floats your boat, floats your boat. But here's where I have a problem. When Fisky is sworn to office in January, she, no, sorry, Fox News, it's a he. He in drag will replace Alice Osmond, who was first elected in 1989. They ran on abortion, improving mental health in school, and LGBTQ issues and economic opportunities. In other words, they ran on no real issues. Abortion, that's a state issue. Okay. I can buy that as, as an actual issue. Improving mental health in schools. Oh, probably more indoctrination of children to confuse them even more about their sexuality. LGBTQ issues. Look, if you're gay, lesbian, transgender, live your life. Why? Like, I don't go around and say, I'm heterosexual. I have sex with my wife several times a week. Look at me. I don't make that an issue. 
Why should your sexuality and your orientation be an issue? Now, let me tell you, I'm a libertarian in this only in because I want to live my moral Christian lifestyle in a free society. We have to let people live their deviant lifestyle. As long as they are consenting adults in the privacy of, of their home, really, what business is it of mine? But when they try to indoctrinate children and they try to push it down your throats, then it becomes our problem. What, why does this, this deviancy, this whole entire, I want to identify myself entirely by who I'm sexually attracted to is just wrong. It's just wrong. Why is that the focal point? LGBTQ issues? Look, there are no issues. Live your life and act like everybody else or be like everybody else. I think in 2022, for the most part, even if people disagree and find your lifestyle disgusting, they're going to leave you alone as long as you just live your lifestyle and don't make that the focal point. Anyway, I spent more time on this than I meant to. Many stories will be written about Minnesota's election. Our undeniable story is the rise of queer political power. Now, if you think that's disgusting, that the main thing about being winning as a trans is the whole sexual orientation thing, check this out. Is that beautiful? Is this healthy? Well, this was beautiful or healthy enough to win a Miss America pageant. That's right. Can we skip to the good part? That's right, folks. Brian Wynn, biological... Biological male teen sparks online debate by winning Miss Greater Dairy 2023. Okay, folks. I mean, seriously? Seriously? Let's look at this. Let's be critical here. These were the contestants of Miss Greater Dairy. First of all, Brian didn't even go like by Brianna or Bree or Betty. Went by Brian. This is what's going to move up the ranks in Miss America. Not this cute little redhead here. This girl with her darling smile. This brunette. This very smiley cute gal this here with the tiara none of these bright-eyed bushy-tailed young ladies nope the person who won and is going to move on is a overweight fat guy dressed like a girl this is not hateful of me this is just being obvious once again i am going to exercise my fat privilege 
according to the index and to my doctor who is uh, giving me a hard time annually and semi-annually, called me in for a more, more than, uh, he wanted to see me in nine months because he wanted me to lose weight. I am pushing my fat privilege here. I am fat and I'm calling Brian here fat. And Brian's fatter than my fat, fat. And not a woman, but was able to win a beauty contest. Isn't that fantastic? Everything is fake in 2022. Everything is fake. Now, teenager Brian Ungayan has become the first transgender contestant to win a Miss America beauty pageant. But is this right? No, it's not right. No, it's not right. You know, it's not right either is what happened in Brazil. But check this out. The Armed Forces report came out. They said there would be a report from the Ministry of Defense. Here is a Google translated version of this. Armed Forces report did not exclude the possibility of fraud or inconsistency in electronic ballot boxes. Today in Brazil, the 10th of November, in order to avoid distortions in the content of the report sent yesterday to the Superior Electoral Court, the Ministry of Defense clarifies that the accurate work of the team of military technicians in the inspection of the electronic voting system, although it did not point out, it also did not exclude the possibility of fraud or inconsistency in the electronic ballot box and in the 2022 electoral process. In addition, the report indicated important aspects that require classification. Clarification, excuse me. Okay. What the Ministry of Defense found was that they can't exclude that there was fraud involved. In other words, there was fraud involved because they only use voting machines. Mike Pence is shilling for his new book. My last days with Donald Trump. I supported legitimate challenges to the 2020 vote counts. I also recognized that the Constitution didn't give me the authority to override the voters, and I followed my conscience on January 6th. Now, we know that the Constitution does not talk about or grant anyone any sort of uh, powers or authority that's just uh, clerical in nature or just symbolic in nature. There's checks and balances. So Mike Pence is wrong there. The last thing he said is probably the most accurate in, in this uh, subheadline. I followed my conscience on January 6th. Well, I don't know what his conscience is, but in other words, he did what he wanted on January 6th, regardless of the law. 13 days after the 2020 election, I had lunch with President Trump. I told him that if his legal challenges came up short, he could simply accept the results, move forward with the transition, and start a political comeback, winning the Senate runoffs in Georgia. The It was stolen, Mike Pence. It was stolen. Anyway, he goes on to say that he wasn't part of this. He wasn't in agreement, yada, yada, yada. But how about this, uh, Mike? How about this? Let me play a little clip. This is you, Mike Pence. This is you. We all got our doubts about the last election. What? We all got our doubts about the last election. We all got our doubts about the last election. Oh, we got we all got our doubts about the last election? Oh, so you were a conspiracy theorist too. We all got our doubts about the last election. And I want to assure you, 
I share the concerns of millions of Americans about voting irregularities. And I promise you, come this Wednesday, we'll have our day in Congress. We'll hear the objections. We'll hear the evidence. We all got our... So, the week before, he says, we'll hear the evidence. We'll have our day in Congress. But now he's trying to shill for his new book saying that uh, I support legitimate challenges to 2020 vote counts. I also recognize the Constitution to give me the authority to override the voters. So why would you have heard it in Congress? Why would we have our day in Congress? Why would evidence be offered if you had no authority to do anything about it? You're not fooling everyone, anyone, Mike Pence. I don't even believe the lies that you have 7 or 10% vote uh, support among Republicans. Maybe 2 or 3 or 4% at best for the never-Trump crazy people who want things to go back to the usual establishment, uh, powerless GOP that bends over and takes it from the Democrats. Ridiculous. All right, Gateway Pundit having some great news, or not great news, like it's great good news, but some great reporting. There's sheriff's deputies on the Maricopa County Tabulation Center roof. And there's barricades and fences up around the perimeter, and Penske trucks are coming in. Maricopa County is still counting the votes from Tuesday's botched primary election, and they have secured the perimeter of their tabulation center using multiple sheriff deputies, fencing and barricades around the sidewalk. Why? What are they trying to hide? The, the deputies are also not allowing photos to be taken on county property. It's county property. You're not allowed to be taking photographs on county property, they said. County property is public property. That is the exact definition of where you can take pictures. Wow, everything is fake. Everything is fake. Even the interpretation of the laws are fake. Public, we pay for it. Taxpayers pay, pay, uh, pay for it. It's public. You can take pictures in public. That's why it's called in public. Check this out, folks. Here's pictures. There, there they are, perched up on the roof. We don't know if they're armed or not. Here are the barricades. And here are the trucks. Penske trucks, which may be carrying ballots, were also seen driving in and out of the election center and unloading. Nothing to see here, folks. Move along, move along. These are the safe and securest elections ever. And check this out. Michigan uh, polls closed at 8 p.m. on Tuesday. The results strongly favoring Democrats shocked the pollsters and prog prognosticators who are also predicting some degree of red wave that never materialized. Okay, let's get to it. Check these pictures out. The city of Detroit was handling and beginning to process a significant number of ballots at 11.30 p.m. on election night. The Gateway Pundit can exclusively report that the city of Detroit was handling and beginning to process more ballots at 11.22 a.m. on election night. Where do these ballots come from? They can't be arriving so late. This is illegal. But hey, no consequences for stealing elections in 2020 or previous. So what made us think they were going to stop for 2022? Nevada Senate election results 2022. It shows still... Adam Lixalt at 49.4, Catherine Cortez at 47.6%, 84% expected vote in. They can't call this. No one can call this. 
even though there's a sizable lead. I'm not saying they should call it. What I'm saying is it should have been called already. We are now at Thursday, and we still don't know the winner. And the reports are they're not going to have the results until next week. Nothing to see here, folks. Move along. Move along. Everything you see is not real. Everything is fake. And I want to end with this. This is yesterday. And I think Roger Stone expressed what we all feel. I seriously feel we are watching the first wholly manufactured election in our history in which all the key competitive races have had results directly programmed by the cabal. The most crushing economic conditions, rampant crime, reckless foreign nuclear war flirtations, and the most aggressive perverse assaults on family and parental rights in history, all topped off by an embarrassing unpopular disaster in the White House of fake President Joe Biden, leading a shrill, tin-eared, bellicose fascist junta that appears indifferent to the ordeal they're inflicting on working people, and yet the Democrat monolith, monolith is barely dented. Either the country has large states filled with brainwashed zealots who are too stupid and mindless to comprehend the reality of the collective damage they are ratifying with their votes for, at best, lackluster, at worst, appalling, deficient, if not retarded candidates, or we are seeing the direct black box voting manipulation at the level of final tabulations being perpetuated perpetuated, I can't say this word today, perpetrated on a scale that renders typical ballot and voter fraud schemes unnecessary. I'm going to go with, yes, there are a lot of brain dead people, but they can't steal the election. They've done enough votes of them, from them, by them, or for them in the case of Fetterman or Biden. It is truly Black box voting manipulation. It's stealing and rigging of elections. I was cautiously optimistic. And I said as a qualifier, as long as there's no shenanigans, there'll be a red wave, a red tsunami. But there were shenanigans. And therefore, once again, stolen elections. What are going to be the consequences this time? I just hope there are some consequences. Thanks for being here.